0: Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by HoppyHead Productions. I'm your host, Sean. Across the way, as always, Danny. Man, I am... I don't know about you, but I am super tired.
1: You know what it is? Because I'm tired now, but it always works out this way where I'm tired, and then I have to go to bed, and then I'm, like, awake. Like, my life hates me that much. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not going to take a nap because I want to be tired because I have to wake up at, you know, 1, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then go to bed and it's like, ooh, look, you're awake.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you, man. And, like, so, like, Friday night, I ended up working late. So, I I got to bed probably, like, after 5, close to 6 a.m.? And um, I just, I wanted to go purchase my new vehicle, but the bank closes at noon, so I ended up getting up at like 8.30, (laughs) so we could drive out. So we ended up leaving my house like at 9.30 to get to a dealership outside in in Philly, and um, you know, so it was just like, it was just so tired. And then we went to bed at like 2 last night ended up and so and then today it's just been like get up go went went to uh home depot went to a plant store you know just doing stuff and i'm just like finally sitting down i'm like uh like i like all the motivated motivation i had like a couple hours ago is like gone like i was like i'm gonna do all this after the show and now i'm like i might just take a nap and play some
1: mass effect so, basically, if um, if this was Star Wars and you were a droid, Luke Skywalker would not want to buy you. Yeah. Because I'm you sure. have a bad motivator.
0: <laughs> just, turn, just turn the
1: power off. Let me sleep. Oh, man. So, you know, we were talking about before the show a little bit. I went to the beach yesterday, and the beach I went to um, is weird. Like, not only does it have this weird connection with my entire, like, siblings, all of my siblings, because... That was the beach where I got engaged at mm-hmm. on one of the piers, but on the beach was where my, uh, sister got proposed to.
0: Mm-hmm. And got, did you propose first? Yes.
1: Oh, that guy is a copycat. And then, and then, um, the Harbor on the instance, cause it was Balboa, like Newport, Balboa, that area. And so there's the Balboa Harbor Yeah. and that Harbor is the Harbor where the boat just cruise circles Um, for my brother's first wedding. (laughs) Interesting. I didn't find that all out till yesterday. Like I knew the connection with you know my brother and I, but I didn't know that was where my sister got proposed to. Ah, nice. I mean, they've only been married for like sixteen years, but you know, I guess it's not that important for me. No, it's not. And then there was this Mexican restaurant on the corner by the by by the pier. Um, you know, in this little sh- where all the shops are and stuff they have there, and um, they have the weirdest happy hour because <laughs> they have all these like fancy weird margaritas. Like I ended up trying, they had like a like cucumber margarita, they had like a jalapeno margarita, a Red Bull mm-hmm. margarita. Um, I had a um, one of my had was a Jameson margarita, or just a standard margarita, and then they just add a shot of Jameson to to it.
0: Just cause fuck it, why not?
1: Yeah. (laughs) So you get the brown brown Jameson floating on top of the margarita.
0: Did you enjoy it?
1: It was actually pretty good, yes. It was a well-made margarita, and then they, um... Um... Because according to the description, they didn't add, like, the chintzy, like, uh, Jose Cuervo margarita mix. They actually added, like, the lime and the triple sec and the fruit juices and all that stuff, so... Yeah. And that's already a solid base to make a solid margarita, you know? Yeah. Um... But they're happy hour, it's two for one, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's, and, but it's not like I order a margarita and then my wife gets a margarita for free. It's you order a margarita and you either get two single-shot margaritas or a double-shot margarita for the same price.
0: Mm. Nice.
1: So we were, we went there at eight and we got margaritas and we ended up with, like, a single. we asked for the single shot, but then they brought us, like, four margaritas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How was the food?
1: It was pretty solid, too. My wife got, um surf and turf tacos, so it was like shrimp and steak, and then I got their, uh, one of their burritos with steak in it, and the steak was like super tender, the guacamole was pretty amazing, like, mm-hmm. um, and they came, we got like one of the, like, we usually get beans and rice or french fries, and so we're like, screw it, let's get french fries, and so we got like the fancy like steak cut french fries like Red Robin has,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so they brought out like a little thing of ketchup and a little thing of like hot sauce, but my wife didn't know what it was, and she opened it up, and I thought she was gonna pour it on her tacos. And I'm like, "Are you gonna try it first? And she's like, "It's like barbecue sauce, right?" And I'm like, "Barbecue sauce at a Mexican restaurant?"
0: <laughs> well, French fries at a Mexican
1: restaurant. I mean, you know, they have kids menus and stuff too, but yeah. Um, but usually, like, I like getting Mexican, like French fries at Mexican restaurants because you either get steak cut fries or crinkle cut fries. Like, you don't just get like the standard boring, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she, uh, she's like, it's. You think it's hot sauce, and I'm like, yeah. So she like dips her finger and tastes it, and immediately was like, okay, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. <laughs> I regret all my decisions. Yes, <laughs> including marrying you. Uh... <laughs> um,
0: no, by I found a uh, a place by my work that uh, has really good Mexican food on uh, that I can order. I could order delivery, so. I'm super happy about it.
1: Turn dollar <laughs> so burrito into twenty dollar burrito for delivery fees, yeah,
0: basically. But so you don't have to go um, anywhere. But um, it was like the pastor. I get like four pastor tacos, man, dude, and it's just so good. You get like the, I get, the a little bit of salsa and on the onion, and I put in my own onion and cilantro. That's all cut up, ready to go for you. So good. It's, like, probably the best Mexican food I've found around my hometown in the last four, six years. Bucluto, <laughs> Ohio, and Jersey. Right? Yeah. Like, because I found a Puerto Rican place that's just good, but, you know, it's just different. It's, like, they serve way different food than, like, than, like, Mexican, like, getting tacos and stuff like that. So that's why right, I feel like I-, I can't count, like, I can't count them in.
1: Right. Because even like out here, we have uh, anchos.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: like, we, you know, when like, you know, every once in a while, I'll just like see a place or we're going to like thinking like, about going to a place to eat, and I'll check out the reviews to see what people are like saying about it. And people were giving anchos a lot of bad reviews. They're like, this isn't, this isn't a Mexican restaurant. This, you know, the, this, this isn't, you know, and like that was a lot of the reviews it was like, this isn't, you know, authentic Mexican. And it's like, dude, they never said they're authentic Mexican. They literally call themselves a Southwestern grill, Tex Mex. It's, it's, it's in the name, Anchos, Southwestern grill, Tex Mex. Like, uh, you go there because you get fresh tortillas, and, like, they're because their salsa isn't really spicy, but they make it fresh in-house. Like, they grill all the veggies and mm, blend yeah. it all up.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: So it's fresh, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's not like... No one's going there and it's like, oh, man, this is the most authentic taqueria that you've ever been to. <laughs> not you. This is, like... what you know, they serve in, like, Texas and Albuquerque, not Mexico. <laughs> But people do look at me weird whenever I tell them, like, the, my, the, probably the two best Mexican restaurants I've ever eaten at were in uh, North Dakota. <laughs>
0: yeah. I like, yeah, that's probably something people probably think is weird.
1: Because And then it's like, what I tell them is, like, no, no, but you don't understand. Like, it wasn't, like, North Dakota people that owned the restaurants. Like, like they were both – they are like, both families that owned it were Mexican. And, like, one of them moved out there from, like, uh, um, Coachella. And the other one moved got there from like the 29 Palms area.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. So,
1: and like the one waitress, she was like the, the daughter, and she was like, Yeah, I think I got to leave though because, you know, like I've moved, I've lived different places around the world, and as soon as it gets like too cold for me, I just leave. It's like I lived in Germany for a while, and then winter came and I left, and she's like, Yeah, I've, I've lived through one winter here in North Dakota. She's like, I can't do another one. I'm going to have to, might have to go back. I'm going back to California soon. <laughs> <laughs> Go go to California for the winter time, and then go back up during after spring. I mean, she could do that. Yes, for the three months that it's not cold in North Dakota. Yeah, Or four exactly. months. Exactly. <laughs> no chance of snow.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, there's a couple good like there was a couple good meat markets out in Riverside too that were pretty good that we went to, and then like the food at um, Frankensons, like their tacos were really good too. Those were pretty enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if they show up anymore at the new location. Yeah,
0: that's depressing
1: But I've only so. been on a Wednesday, so I don't know They're not usually there on Wednesdays so
0: mm, Yeah, I gotta still figure out what the hell I'm doing when I go out there I still, I still don't have like a, a list of things to do That I want to do
1: <laughs> Well, you got a couple months, months Like a month and a half
0: Yeah, so, true
1: and You know you're going to uh, the food lab
0: Correct that's definitely a thing. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking, my friend?
1: So I'm drinking, um, from Anchorage Brewing Company called Ten Years, and I think I saw your dad recently um, had one of these. No. I'm pretty sure no. it was your faja. He posted. I think he tagged us on it on the Untapped. Um, but it's a uh, blend of several vintages of bourbon barrel-aged imperial stouts and barley wines. <laughs> Full 4.7-ounce bottle that comes in at 15%. And uh, because it's Anchorage Brewing and this is like like a kind of harder beer to find, um, I only had to pay $60 for this bottle. So five like $5 an ounce. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're definitely a uh, Tavor. They go, it go, they go through Tavor very quickly.
1: Yeah. I think there's still some sitting on the shelf at La Bodega. If not if not the ten years, the other one that I have in the fridge. But yeah, it's weird. Like going to you know like La Bodega, there's some stuff there and it's like you know, you hear people around like on other podcasts talk about like how these are like whales and sought after and meanwhile it's just like sitting on the shelf at La Bodega.
2: Mm-hmm. I would say
1: collecting dust, but they're actually probably the best liquor store that I've been to as far as like cleaning their bottles that aren't so they're all dust free. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But it says it's finished on coconut, Madagascar, vanilla beans, cinnamon, and cocoa nib- Cacao nibs. Cacao. Mm-hmm. Cacao. And it has a weird goat with, like, a bunch of eyeballs in its, like, beard.
2: <laughs>
1: it just, it can smell, like, it smells like, ch- it's been sitting for at least a half an hour, waiting to be, uh, drunken. <laughs> There's some, like, little, like, chunkies on the top. You got the, the bottom of the barrel, the bottom of the cup and bottle in there, I mean, the stuff that settled, but yeah, you can definitely smell, like, the chocolate and the coconut for sure. Oh, man, no, yeah, it's almost sweet, like, definitely like a paste, like a, the cinnamon and the vanilla make, it's almost like a dessert, but not quite that sweet, but it's definitely sweeter than I thought it would be, I thought it would be hot, coming in at 15%, this, this shit will get you drunk, is all I can say, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think 12% it might even be too much. Like, this might even be, like, a bottle you cut in half with two people. But, you know, I'm up for the challenge. We'll see how the show goes.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So what are you drinking, Sean?
0: <clears throat> I'm drinking a sour ale with a mango, tangerine, and guava. It's called Just Slip Away. And it's by... Uh, this kind this uh, brewery I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Anchorage Brewing Company.
1: Seriously? <laughs>
0: yeah, so that's why I was laughing <laughs> when you said it was you were drinking an Anchorage beer.
1: So um, I I I already um, have a feeling about that. This episode something's going to go wrong with it because it seems like the last couple times we've had like beers that had a tie together, and showing our hive mind, it just broke the podcast.
0: Yeah, it's it's very eerie how shit like this happens. <laughs> like it's not even funny anymore.
1: Beyond that, my oh, wife's like, "I don't know anything about you," and meanwhile, Sean's like, "Yeah, we're both drinking Anchorage without even telling each other. It just happens."
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Anchorage uh, beer Anchorage Brewing uh, episode. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh man! Uh, so this uh. This one is eight, has been aged thirty two months in Chardonnay barrels and it's a bottle conditioned. So, um, I think I got this off uh, the Tavor app. Makes um, sense. Yeah. So just like any other sour, your first drink is kind of like the shell shock, and you can't, like, you can't get anything. And then as you kind of continue to drink it, um. It starts to become smooth, and you can really get the flavors. It's a it's it's a really um, it's really good to be honest. Like it's just a very it's a light. It's very sipping. You get sip it very easy, and you could just get these wonderful citrus notes um, from the mango and the tangerine.
1: Nice. I know they have some of other sours there, but but those are like a little bit easier to get than the. Mm-hmm their barrel their barley wines are stouts Mm-hmm. and by that i mean la
0: ah got you yeah no it's just it's just a very pleasant beer to drink it's like after you get through the initial shock of the sourness it just turns into very smooth sipping like it's like this is like basically like a great summer barrel age beer like i would I would love to be, like, drinking this, like, outside at the beer garden. You know what I mean? With some, maybe some salty food and and whatnot.
1: Like a pretzel or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Or some chips and wok. Exactly. Just super enjoyable. Man, like, it's just... not, you're not enjoying
1: it because of Stockholm Syndrome, but because it's legitimately good beer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so... The Summer Olympics are going on right now, Sean, and um, you know because with all these, there's a lot of uh, COVID restrictions going on. Like, there's no uh, spectators in the um, mm-hmm. st- in the, any of the arenas with that's actually taking place in Tokyo. I don't know. I think they're, at first they're talking about letting them in outside of the city, but I'm not sure if they ever did. Mm-hmm. But then one of the other things they're doing to combat COVID is that they know that um, because historically the um, Olympic Athlete Zone is like the super horny zone. Yeah. Um, when the Summer Olympics were in Atlanta in 1996, they had to reorder condoms twice because they ran out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like they just here, take a condom, stick it in someone. Um, we won't ask questions. And so they're like, like I remember like there's like ESPN and other like news, American news sites had to like, decided to cover it and they're talking about it. it's like. I can't remember who it was, but somebody made the point. It's like, look, man, you got a bunch of like, eight, you know, eight, you know, young single people that are probably in the not only in the best athletic shape of like their life but they're probably in the top percentage of you know athletic shape in the entire world and you're going to lock them up in the same like area for like a cut co- like three or four weeks and not expect them to get you know turn it to the horny zone <laughs> and so exactly. Japan, they made um anti-horny beds apparently and, and or at least they're supposed to be so it's like like you have a block at the foot where the feet and the head are and then there's like a block in the middle, but like there's nothing, it's like a kind of nothing supportive in the middle and they're supposed to be flimsy-ish, I guess, like enough Mm -hmm. to where like you're lying on it to sleep. It won't, nothing will happen, but if you shift or adjust your weight, you'll fall through the holes in between the um, support beams. (laughs) Except like there's been videos of different um, athletes and I think one of the entire U.S., women's teams whether it's like their soccer team or the basketball team or something like that they're messing around and showing like one of them was like doing yoga on the bed and one you know like jumping jacks on the bed and they're like yeah you can totally have sex on these beds there's nothing nothing stopping you
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know if they stopped the, the program of uh, giving out the free condoms or if we're just if um you know if they cancel plan a and all the athletes are gonna have to resort to plan b
0: you know, like stand up.
1: <laughs> no, the pill, the morning after pill.
0: Oh yeah, true. No, I guess that makes sense too.
1: Oh man, no, I can't remember who it is. There's a, a rapper that has a song about that. He's like, you know, if 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 I don't have a condom, you know, that 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 cancels out plan A. I guess I'll wake you up in the morning and tell you for breakfast you're having plan B. <laughs> So, man, more more fun COVID news and sports. So the NFL, after, you know, all the stuff that happened with, like, um, hockey and baseball, canceling games and postponing games, and I think they even did it last year. They had a couple games where they had to, like, extend the season to replay games. Um, They basically said this season, they're like, you know what, look, man, the vaccines out there, if you want to get the vaccine, cool. If not, that's cool. But um, if you get the COVID... And your team and you you can't and not and your team can't play and you can't build enough players and you're just going to have to go ahead and forfeit that game. We're not going to post do any postponements of games this season. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I definitely it's it's an interesting stance, and I think um, it just goes into everything that people people forget that <clears throat> you know your right, also the other person has a right too. So, like, uh, if a small business says you have to wear a mask, you go, oh, well, am I right? No, fuck you, man. Are they, they have the right, too, to say, to say that. So it's just like, I, I think it's the same thing. Like, it's a business. Like, the NFL uh, you know, is a business, and, you know, it's a private company, you know? There, there's plenty of other companies that, you know, you have to show proof that you're um, vaccinated to not wear a mask, even though, like the 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 um, government says, like gives a recommendation that if you don't if you've uh, been vaccinated for two weeks that you don't have to wear a mask close, you know you want to still social distance. But so it's just kind of funny that like you know these superstars are getting all 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 like a big being a dick about it. But it's like hey, you know what? You're the one that chose not to do it, and you know the the NFL has a responsibility to protect you know. Um, everybody, not just one or the onesies, twosies.
1: Right. And, like, um, you know, the people that are generally anti-vax, like, for years, they've been part of the your actions have consequences crowd. And it's now that, you know, their actions are having consequences, they're not happy with it. And they're also the same group that um, were part of, you know, getting the bakery in Texas or Arizona, where it was like they didn't want to bake a cake for a gay couple. And they're like, well, it's a private business. They should be able to – um You know, refuse to serve whoever they want to refuse to serve. And now it's like, yeah, but we're, you're not going to wear a mask. We're going to refuse to serve you. And it's like, how dare you? I have my rights. And it's like, but that's your fault. Like you took, you know, you cheered when that cake, that bakery took it to the Supreme Court and won. So you got to suffer those consequences too. Like, um, the brewery slash distillery in San Francisco, Seven Stills, they issued a statement on Instagram the other day saying that, um, if you want to eat inside the building, you have to either be vaccinated or wear a mask. Yeah. And oh, it's not even wear a mask, but be vaccinated to come inside. And they're like, we have plenty of patio seating if you want to get vaccinated. But if you want to come inside and sit inside, then you have to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, so many people are like, oh, you just lost my business. You just lost my. And it's like, no, man, like, you know, and that like one of the big arguments through the whole pandemic about people with like, well, what about people with disabilities that can't wear a mask? You have to let us in the store without a mask on. And it's like, no, man, the Americans with Disability Act just says that they have to make, um, make it possible for you to shop there. That's why they have delivery services or, you know, curbside pickup like Walmart, especially started it for a while ago where they had like the commercial with like Bumblebee and all the other cars pulling up. And it's like, dude, you don't have to get out of the car. Like Domino's now has the, t- the hands-free delivery where you pull up and like text in your parking spot or whatever and your order number and they'll, uh. You just pop open the trunk of your car and they'll throw the pizza in and you're good to go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? then that's... that's They're like, yeah, they're making uh, accommodations for you. You don't have to go in the store with, it, with the mask on. You can order curbside pickup and they'll put it in your car.
2: Yeah. no, and exactly. So,
1: but there's been a lot of uh, propaganda lately. I've seen a couple from a few different sources saying that it's because of, um, like, people aren't getting vaccinated because, A, Joe Biden and um, Kamala Harris... 12, talked bad about vac- getting vaccinated when they were running for president. And <laughs> I saw another one talking, it was like a meme, and it was like the under the, the right can't meme subreddit, but it was a meme, like, like the blue pill was like doing actual research, and the red pill was like watching YouTube videos for two hours, and then that whole bunch of red pills with a hand in it, and saying that those were liberals. And it's <laughs> like, oh, so what you're saying is that the people that aren't getting vaccinated are li- liberals? And like, <laughs> So, and another one, like to the guy that was talking about how Kamala Harris and Joe Biden were the reason why people weren't getting vaccinated, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, that makes way that makes sense as to why all the red states are vaccinated and none of the blue states are." <laughs> and like, um, it's been a while. I don't know how long ago. It's been at least a couple months where we talked about how Tucker Carlson was getting sued. Mm-hmm. And his lawyer in court admitted that, like any reasonable person, would not would not believe that Tucker Carlson was giving actual news, but only um, like his opinions. And so, um, one of my Facebook friends, like you know, he posted something, and I was like reading through the comments, and him and another guy were getting into an argument about one guy was conser- he, you know, the the other guy was like super conservative, and this guy's more liberal, more more hmm. libertarian, with liberal leaning. Mm-hmm. But I guess because he disagreed with the conservative, the conservative immediately assumed that he was like a hardcore left winger. Yeah. Uh, and so they, they the conversation brought up the whole Tucker Carlson lawsuit thing. And the guy's like, yeah, but, you know, Tucker, they said that because Tucker Carlson is it news and people, everyone knows that. Meanwhile, you know, I've seen people like posting stuff and it's like, yeah, Tucker Carlson told me the vaccine is unsafe, so I'm not taking it.
0: <laughs>
1: and it's like, okay, um, so apparently you're not a person in the right mind, according to the Fox News lawyers, <laughs> because you know as they're bad mouthing the vaccines on Fox News, all the all the uh, on air hosts, um, one of the requirements to be in the building for Fox News is you have to be vaccinated.
0: Oh my goodness! <laughs> so people
1: not get vaccinated are all vaccinated. Like uh, even Tucker Carlson had a thing where I guess he did like a soup like a uh, like uh, an anti-vax story and then said that you should get vaccinated, trust the science, and then immediately followed it with another anti-vax story. Uh, I don't.
0: Know. It's it's crazy,
1: man. It's crazy. I just I, I just imagine what it would be like if polio was still around, like and people were like, it's a fake thing. Like I, you nobody know needs to get put in an iron lung. It's fake. <laughs> like. Um, my wife's grandma was the last person that I, like pretty much the only person that I ever met that actually like was seriously affected with, uh, polio as a kid Mm -hmm. and like that she had to be put in an iron lung and, uh, basically had to spend like years at home of her school, like being homeschooled because, uh, she couldn't leave the house. So I don't know, man. It's just, it's just sad that it's become politicized and it's not a thing of like, you know, now now it, now it seems like the conservatives are trying to flip it that they've been pro-vaccine the whole time, eh. and it's like why wouldn't you get the why wouldn't conservatives get the vaccine because Donald Trump's taking credit for creating it so if Donald Trump does everything great and he created the vaccines then go get the vaccine,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? No, no, it's not how it works.
1: Oh yeah, so, well no because when Donald Trump even when Donald Trump got the vaccine that was um, people were saying that the deep state got to him too,
2: Oh, my or goodness.
1: that that was. Like, Yeah, so my favorite uh, presidential conspiracy theory right now is that um, Joe Biden is dead, and the person in office is a Joe Biden lookalike that's being controlled by Donald Trump. But then it's like, okay, if if he's being controlled by Donald Trump, then why are all the conservatives mad at the decisions he's making? Wouldn't it be stuff that Donald Trump wants to do if he's controlling Joe Biden? (laughs) I don't know. It's... Like I when know. you start asking, you know, even the simplest of questions and the shit falls apart. Those are the lame worst conspiracy theories. Yes. Speaking of right. other things the worst, man, so Activision, after years of investigations, had a lawsuit filed against them by the Los Angeles Superior Court. Um Basically, for their harassment of, and treatment of female employees and having a quote unquote fret boy culture
0: um, before like we go I'm on this it so they were under investigation for two years and didn't change it like anything, just so that way everybody knows like that's part of like the biggest thing about this is they knew they were being investigated and like just continued doing the shit that they did.
1: Right, it's like, well, we don't have to change it because it's not wrong, right? <laughs> and so, like after the after the lawsuit was filed, um, they issued a release, and one of the things they brought up in there was that this isn't us. We've we've complied with them. We've changed, and here's another. And then the quote continues. It's like the um, include the the, the includes distorted and in in many cases false descriptions of Blizzard past. We have been extremely cooperated with them and throughout the investigation, including providing them with extensive data and ample documentation, but they refuse to inform us what issues they perceived. And it's like, yeah, but they don't have to tell you. Like if you're especially if you're giving them the evidence, it's like, you know, if they, if you think that they're um, investigating you for like tax for money laundering and they find evidence of tax fraud, they don't have to tell you. It's like, hey, um, yeah, we didn't find any money laundering, but this, this tax fraud stuff. You should go ahead and fix that before we file charges on you.
2: <laughs> right.
1: So, but the, like, um... Like, some of the stuff they're talking about, how, like, they would have cube crawls through the cubicles at work, where the guys would basically get drunk and have the women... Well, the women were sitting there at their desk and crawl around, and I guess so they can try to look up their skirts. Yeah, they did... Well,
0: yeah, they did, like, pub crawls where they would just get shit-faced at work, which... It's a video game company, but obviously, like, getting, so they would get shit face at work, and then they would do this pub, like, cube crawl, and just go around the, like, the office area, continuing to drink like it was, like, a pub crawl, basically, and they talked about how they would harass uh female coworkers at their cubes.
1: Yes, and they found that, like, the dudes would be playing video games and making the women work, and... The one, and this is, like, the main reason they're filing lawsuits, because this is the stuff that they definitely have hard evidence for, is that the female employees were paid less, um, giving less in raises, and held back from promotions. Yes. And, and it's like, well, if they, they want do. the team paid more, than they should have had a penis. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they had a, a female employee who's on a business trip with a manager commits suicide on the trip
0: because of, of, uh, of just years of harassment and including, and I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how it would have happened, but, uh, showing pictures of her vagina to other coworkers.
1: You know, there's a lot of people that think that there should be no punishment for "quote unquote" revenge porn. Like, if you if you make a sex tape with like your boyfriend or send them like a picture of your titties and then they post it online, that, that that's once you give it to them, that that's theirs. They could do whatever they want with it. Jesus. Yes.
2: <sighs>
0: so so I remember, think kids, don't buy Call of Duty or anything from uh, Blizzard.
1: Yes. Show show oh, use your wallet to make change. Yes. Oh man. Well, I mean, I'm at some point this lawsuit is going to help you help, help them. Cause it's going to hurt their wallet too. <laughs> um, but then, um, I was watching a video and he kind of responded. He was like, look, he's like, um, he's like, at you know, I used to work for Blizzard. He's like, at first I wasn't going to say anything because, you know, I've have, I still have friends that work there, but he's like, you know, after this lawsuit and their response to it, you know, with them saying that this, he's like, when they said that this isn't us, it's like, yes, it is them like, I've, you know, when I worked there, all this stuff was happening. Um, you talked about how one female co-worker um, had like one of the bosses come up to her and be like, "You know, you'd probably do better with the company if you gave if you gave me head every once in a while." So, I guess the question is: It active is it like the Activision side?
0: That's the part I don't really understand. Is I because it says Activision Activision Blizzard, but we know that Blizzard is really a big it's like its own entity inside of the company so it's like i wonder too is it's like is this just the activision side and i know they own blizzard but or, or is it both and i haven't seen
1: like, anything that says that it says here that the female the, the woman that killed herself was an activision employee yeah see i feel like blizzard is getting their name
0: beat up because they're owned by activision like, I'm sure Blizzard is part of its, is like, has its own entity and kind of general culture. And I hope this isn't going on over there. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, it's definitely, you know, their name is tied to it. So, I mean, it's just, it's just so disgusting to hear these kind of things. Like, especially, like, in, like, you know, a video game company where you would expect better. Like, you know, people trying to... You know, make great games and stuff, and here we are. Here we are, just have you, you know,
1: when have you're, you
0: yeah, kinda, when you're just when recycling garbage games every year. I guess it's easy to get caught up in not doing it any real work.
1: Right. But I was gonna say, have you uh, have you heard any of the conversations that happen? You know, through you know PlayStation or Xbox Live when, a, when they're playing a multiplayer game and one of the people looks like a woman and she has the nerve to, even say hi in the group. I and mean, it's either 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 she's like. Like, hey, do you want to see my dick? Or, hey, do you want to go make me a, a sandwich?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean those those things definitely happen. I mean, there's nothing nothing's left to say to that. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's the biggest thing why I like my clan is we don't have we don't there's no tolerance for that kind of shit.
1: Yeah, so. I, I when I was playing Final Fantasy fourteen, I was in this uh um group for a long while um, and there was like a disagreement between like the, the leader of it and one of the women and you know he replied why are you acting like such a bitch and that mm-hmm. pretty much like nuked the group right there with that sentence and it's like because was like "Why did, did you just call me a bitch and he's like no I said you're acting like one and I was like well then that means you just called me a bitch if I'm acting like a bitch I must be a bitch so yeah. And so, like, pretty much everybody left. It was pretty sad. Yeah. Because that guy was, like, you know, had his feelings hurt because I guess a woman questioned him.
0: <laughs> no. It sucks, man. It's terrible to hear.
1: Yeah, so there's a like Steam. Steam um, has a game on their virtual reality game called, apparently, it's called just Super Hot VR. Um, and it's now it's getting review bombed by people because I guess there's graphic content in the game and there was a way to toggle at one point they had a system where you could toggle the graphic content on or off mm-hmm. and um, they just decided to remove it altogether and so I was like trying to figure out like see what the graphic content was and I guess there's a mechanic in the game that involves shooting yourself in the head and I'm like so are they gonna not let people play Persona 3 anymore? <laughs> Right. And and, in this whole game, you're
0: just killing people. You're just mowing people down. But but if you could shoot yourself in the head, I guess, you know, that's where the line is.
1: Yeah. Like murdering millions of other people, countless numbers of other people is bad. But one like any incident of self-harm is too triggering for people, even with the warning or the ability to toggle it off. Because what happens if somebody forgets to toggle it off and they see it? I don't know, man. It's just, yeah. but it's just funny that now that's getting review bombed because apparently yeah. that's the that's the new way that's the that's the the conservative side of cancel culture. Instead of saying, "Hey, you should pull this game off Steam," they're like, "We're just going to go ahead and review it to death so that nobody wants to play it."
0: Dude, I told, I dude, the the whole Persona three is so correct too because you literally the whole game to set off your per- your persona, you shoot yourself basically in the head. Like all the characters do it, and they it. And- the funny thing is, is they all have, like, a way to do it. Like, from the side, underneath, and shit like that. Like, they all have, like, a different style of doing it.
1: Right. Like, not only they have their own custom personas, but they also have their own custom way of shooting themselves in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I remember the first time when I played the game and that happened, I was like, holy shit. Like, that was, like, probably one of the last legit, like, jaw-drop moments I've had in a game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was a pretty
0: good it was a really fun game. It was really solid. I like the storyline.
1: Yeah, I I didn't I beat that I haven't beaten it. I never beat it, but I did get pretty far. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh I started playing four and beat that. That's the only one I've beaten so far out of franchise.
0: Uh the last three.
1: Out of the last three, <laughs> three yes. <laughs> You're
0: terrible, man. Go back and beat your fucking games. Not phrasing.
1: Phrasing. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, the last last week, you know, you wanted me to put something on the show and I forgot. And even after, like, questioning you about it or, you know, clarif- making clarifications. And this week, you you asked me to put something on the show and I kind of, you know, made a joke about it. Oh, great. You're going to turn this into bat show. And then I forgot to put it on the list. So, Sean, go ahead and uh... actually wait. Never mind. I skipped a thing. See, you can't even you can't even run this show. See, it's the it's the beard. I'm blaming Anchorage.
0: <laughs>
1: Anchorage is ruining podcast shows. So I came. I was like, going on on you know on VRV. I, I'm a you know I'm a sucker for impulse watching sometimes on VRV. Mm. And so they have the featured section. Yes. When you first log in, and so I saw a show, and it was called, and I kind of watched it for the. Sort of watching it for a pretty I'm gonna admit bad like I don't know if bad or but or just dumbass reason. Mm-hmm. But the name of the show is Peach Boy Riverside. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's the name of the city I live in. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I'll see what it's about. And so um you know, I watched the first episode and then I kinda was talking to a guy at work um this you know, reads a lot of manga and watches way more anime than probably both of us combined. Yeah, and um, he was saying that he's been reading the manga and he's gonna wait on the show because it's kind of it's told the show is filmed out of order. Um, Mm. and so I've watched like the first episodes, four episodes, and it's filmed very much almost like Tarantino style. Like, so you kind of meet the character. She um, there's like three different types of characters in the in the show. There's like um, humans, demi humans, and ogres, and it's like the demi humans are basically like um, outcasts from both ogres and humans. Like. She basically rescues this demi-human and like gives it food and stuff, and they're gonna go into the town to get more supplies. And the guy, one of the, the guy, starts freaking out that there's a demi-human there, and it's like, yeah, no, nah, man, like they're all evil monsters, and you have to kill them all. Like you can't communicate with them. And they're like, um, it's right here, dude, just standing here. And so, so I'm like thinking, I'm like, oh, so this show is gonna deal like with, um, like you know, racism in a way, basically like mm-hmm. fear and stereotyping and stuff. It's gonna be kind of like cutesy drawings, but a serious subject. And then, partway through the first episode, she sees an octopus and has a flashback to her being like full on like hent- hentai wrapped up by an- the octopus by another octopus, and <laughs> like PTSD. And that scene happens more than once in the show, at least three times, where like a <laughs> flashback her just being like she sees an octopus and like freaks out. And... and I'm like, oh. And I was like, so can can you still have like a serious message in a show where you're you know being, like, not just goofy, but, like, full-on, like, borderline hentai. Um, but then, like, the first couple episodes are, like, them... Like, you kind of get to the story where they are now, and then, like, the third episode... Like, the fourth episode goes back in time to when she first met this kid, because, like, she's on this quest to find this person. like, And so then you go back in time to when she... Like, the fourth episode to meet this person, and then you're gonna... The next episode is gonna be, like, the demi-human and how she... Ended up where she's like needed the help of the human, so it looks like it's it's told like out of order, but almost like Quentin Tarantino style. Like you get the information you needed to know when you needed, and then they go back and kind of give you the now they're giving you the origin story of these, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the manga starts with the origin and then like leads forward, but it, it's a kind of an interesting way to tell the story. So it's not that it's confusing out of order; it's just definitely not straightforward in order. But, yeah, there were, like, four episodes in. And, you know, it's basically, like, the main character um, is, like, a princess, and she wanted to go out and explore, but, you know, it's too dangerous. And so this traveler comes, and he ends up, like, killing all these ogres, and then leaves, because the, that's basically why he was there, was to like, find these ogres and kill them. And so she's chasing him down, and come to find out that both her and him, like, have these, like, basically get, like super strength when ogres are around and almost go into these like mindless ogre killing machines
0: hmm. so
1: it's kind of it's, it's kind of interesting the art like the art style looks almost like fairy tale the anime, the anime fairy tale where it's a lot of bright colors yeah and a lot of like red haired girls um, <laughs> but it's, it's it's pretty interesting like I said the it's it's the story of like why the why the gov- um, ogres are going after the humans and why the demihumans are not accepted by the humans or the ogres that um, is interesting so yeah but so going back to what i was talking about before i was so interrupted by myself
0: so <laughs> um, talking your shit again boy
1: yes because i didn't want to be that show man i didn't want to be the dude jumping on the counter of a fast food restaurant and screaming and then running out like doing the Naruto run, but you're going to sink us down to those levels, Sean, by watching Rick and Morty. After years,
0: I finally finished the last five episodes of Rick and Morty Season 3. Shit's um, rough, man. Shit's rough. Um, I don't think Season 3... I think Season 3 just wasn't very strong and i i think it i don't i don't know for everybody else but it definitely turned me off from rick and morty like after the first five episodes i was like i can't do it and i remember being at a at a convention and somebody told me it gets better and i just i couldn't i couldn't believe them
1: it it really didn't it's like they told you that like the end of season like 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 you start watching season 8 of Game of Thrones, it comes up and tells you, no, 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 finish it. It gets better. And then you realize that that person probably should never be trusted to like even breathe anymore.
0: Exactly. Um, um, none of the episodes uh, in season uh, 3 were even really good. There's one episode that was worth watching. Like I would almost say, like skip season 3 and just watch this episode and move on. And basically, it's... Has everything to do with the the citadel where Rick and Morty like all the different Rick and Morty from different universes uh, come to, and um, so it was actually a really interesting episode and it was r- done very well and it was really it was funny and it you got you got your feels and everything and then that was kind of it and then the rest of the episodes though were kind of rough I. I have started watching season four, and I'm going to save it for next week. I don't want to get into season four because I'm committed to finishing it so I could at least put my two cents on this podcast on what I feel about it. Um, But yeah, season three, I felt like it was just like a fucking lazy-ass season at the end of the day. Like, it just... Some of the stuff wasn't clever. It just felt just randomly done, you know, the whole Pickle Rick is the mo- is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life, and I, like, still, every time I see, like, Pickle, Rip, uh, Pickle Rick, like, anywhere, like, in the wild, I'm just, like, I just shake my head, and just, like, you're just, I, you're, I feel like they're a terrible person, if, like, they're, re- they're, like, rocking, like, a Pickle Rick thing. You
1: know, you know, like, so what, what what would be like the worst if you if somebody if you saw somebody at a convention and they yelled pickle Rick or they yelled c'est sauce but not making fun of the dude that yelled c'est sauce. Sauce. no I mean,
0: like they were just calling out to see if anybody had one
1: like or just saying it because they thought it was cool like no, what that guy did at, at they're McDonald's. both equal,
0: they're both equally as terrible
1: like. You know there's, there's I've run into annoying and I'm sure you agree, we've run into annoying people at both comic and anime conventions, mm-hmm. but there's only been literally one person that I've wanted to punch in the face. And he was at um, the anime convention in Ontario and he basically his co- his costume quote unquote was he would, was wearing like a metal trash can and written on the sign on the trash can was "Your wife who is trash." right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right. That's that's, I guess, cute.
0: I, I mean, I think it Tell- comes like from a meme. Like it that was kind of like when somebody first started like your waifu is trash saying. So I definitely think like that was probably a little bit more clever at the time. Well, Cause no, it was no, no, no. New.
1: But that wasn't the annoying part. Yeah. He also had like a stick and like randomly throughout the convention, like every like like I don't even know how often he did it. Whenever he just felt like it. He would start banging on the trash can really hard and yelling at the top of his lungs, Your
0: waifu is trash! Your yeah. waifu is trash! Yeah. Yeah, that part is annoying. Definitely. Very annoying. Like I it's saw not him needed. Just, like,
1: we were sitting there, like, you know, chilling. I was there with my wife, and we were just chilling, and, like, she was like, wanted something to eat, so we got like, a pretzel or something to snack on and some cold water, and just sitting there, and he walks up, like, a couple feet away from us and just start banging on the trash can and yelling so that the whole floor can hear him. And I'm like, "Oh, seriously, guy? Like, like I'm trying to get my wife to understand that anime isn't that weird and then you have to come over and do this. Like, why are you fucking it up? For Not just me, but probably a lot of people in here. Because the
0: worst people that watch anime are, like, very, very, just, sad. <laughs> and people just right. don't get it.
1: Like, you know, I'm not gonna judge people that buy body pillows, right? So like, yeah. if you're if you're carrying a body pillow out of an anime convention, like, all right, man, like I, I understand you're probably a little lonely, you want someone to hug, that's fine. It's it's weird though when you're when you're bringing a an, an a body anime pillow to the comic book convention, mm-hmm. the anime convention, like like you're like the doors haven't opened yet and you're walking up with the body pillow and you're bringing her your girl into the show.
0: I mean I mean the difference between spooning a body pillow and spooning a waifu pillow is is just basically what's on the outside of the pillow that's, well, that's, that's all I'm saying life. that's all I'm saying
1: right but that's you, what nor, saying, though,
0: you like, normally use body pillows
1: right and so if you're gonna buy one and you're bought it and you're walking it to your car so you don't have to carry it around the convention because it's bulky I can, I can respect that you know like you're, you're you're a person that knows what you want. But when you're bringing it into the convention, like you want to show them the sights. I like, I saw a, th- a picture on Reddit this week, and a dude had one of those real dolls at a, at a at a jewelry store. Like he was pushing it in a roller in a in a wheelchair, and he was buying it a ring. Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> those are the people that watch Rick and Morty, Sean. That's my point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not.
1: That's what I think of people when I. That's what I think of when I hear Ricky Mute, Rick and Morty people, especially the ones that you know are a big fan of Pickle Rick. If you're a, pe- a fan of Pickle Rick, you're also the people that bring Waipu pillows to anime conventions and buy engagement rings for your sex doll because you want to make an honest woman out of her. Uh, oh. But you did watch something that's, I guess, a little more mainstream accepted, maybe. Maybe? Uh, maybe, maybe. maybe. I never uh, watched the show. I did watch the movie.
0: Did you? Uh, so I watched the, the show. I've watched two seasons of What We Do in the Shadows. And you could watch it on Hulu. Um, it's an FX uh, show. But basically, it's about it's a comedy revolving around vampires that have been, have been around forever. And they're... Um... Shit, I forgot what they're called. Because it's been a few weeks since I've watched the show. They're familiars. Basically, humans that serve them. Um, uh, yes. it's 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 pretty ridiculous, as in the sense of like what happens in the show um but it, like at first like I watched like the first couple episodes and I was just like, this is stupid, like I don't know why we're watching this and then it like it grew on me and I was like, all right, this is actually it's actually pretty funny like it does it really doesn't take itself seriously like the comedy's good. Like, they do a really good job of, like, making fun of, like, vampires that are, like, way beyond boomer status that have been around for, like, hundreds of years and don't understand the world. It's just, like, the way, like, the punchlines drop and stuff, it's just, it's pretty funny. So, like, one, like, there's, one of the vampires is, like, was, like, a warlord back in the day and now he's, like, kind of, like, a big softie now. And then like there's a vampire couple, and then there's like an emotional vampire that, and everybody hates the emotional vampire because he drains like the, like your soul even out of the other vampires, so they like yell at him to like go away. So and they they all have like different episodes on like what's going on, and then like some episodes are about like the bigger theme about like the vampire society and stuff like that. Um, and in season 2 at the end of season 1 and throughout season 2 like the main familiar that's with the with the vampire group like you find you kind of find out that he has like van helsing blood in him so he like ironically is somehow able to really like fight vampires and it turns into like a, another big thing so it's i was pleasantly surprised at how funny it was and it's a very easy casual watch So, I don't know, I never watched the movie, so I don't know much about it, but I did see a clip of the movie, and the style is very similar to the movie. So, I think if you watch the movie, you would enjoy the show, but they are, it's cast differently, but the tone felt generally the same.
1: Right, I think there's like, it's one of those things where behind the scenes, the people that were involved with the movie have ties to the show. Mm -hmm. Um one of the vampires i think he's the, the 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 noble that you're talking about the laszlo Cravenworth. cravensworth yeah. is the character yes. um the actor that plays him is uh, matt berry
2: mm-hmm. um
1: he's in one of the two he's in one of the seasons of the tv show the it, the it crowd mm-hmm. um he's like he plays like the boss of the company that they work for mm-hmm. um and he's hilarious in that too like if you like his, if you think he's funny in this show then you should definitely watch the it crowd yeah. Like they um, all
0: have like very big and bold personalities, like the vampires. So it's 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 funny to watch like these people that you know have been around since the sem- like and they're not like overly smart about everything either. Like they it's almost like they've been shut in since the 1700s and now they're like living more um, in there. And like there's uh they have a couple different like cameos of different people that show up like um fuck what's his name the guy that played blade and blade one two and three wesley he, like, snipes he, yeah wesley snipes he's like a vampire in the show a uh, part of like the senior council and like he's only in it for an episode and then like there's another there's like one guy from the final the fantasy uh football show um he's in it uh for a couple random episodes so like they have like random um um Guest stars in it that in, which adds yeah, to at,
1: it. I'm looking at the list right now, and like I was right, the the, the TV show is executive produced by the people that were in the movie because the original vampire, main vampires in the movie were played by um, Jonathan Brew, uh, Jermaine Clement, and the name is a lot bigger now than it was then because I think that was like his first dir- his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. But um, Taika Waititi,
2: mm-hmm.
1: who did like um. um the third Thor movie. and now he's doing the fourth Thor movie, Love and Thunder. Ragnarok. He did Ragnarok, and he also did the voice of the, um, the rock dude, Korg. Oh, okay. And he's like, he also directed the movie Jojo Rabbit, about the little boy who had the imaginary friend that's Hitler. (laughs) Um, let's see, like, uh, Christian Schaal, um, um, Nick Kroll, uh, Dave Bautista, Tilda Swinton, Evan Rachel Wood, Danny Trejo, Paul Rubens, Haley Joel Osmond, Craig Robinson, Benedict Wong, and Mark Hamill are some just some of the big names that had uh, cameos in the first two seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know it was on Hulu. Like, um, I should I'll I'll have to ch- uh, check it out because I did like the movie a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 it's. It's pretty funny, especially once, like, after the few couple episodes get through. Like, like every you know everybody's kind of personality and stuff. It's pretty, it's pretty funny to
1: watch. Right, like, um, one of the lines I liked, and I've seen it pop up, like, on YouTube, and my recommended was, um, like, one of the vampires only uh, drank the blood of virgins. And mm-hmm. somebody, like, I don't know if it was one of the familiars or a human that asked, like, why do you only drink the blood of virgins? And it's like, well, let's say, like, you wanted to make yourself a sandwich for lunch. Like how much better would it be to, if if you knew that no one had put their dick in that sandwich before you ate it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like the shit that
1: happened, so Oh man. Yeah, it's it's definitely very like uh like I think the original, the movie was New Zealand ish, but it's they're definitely like British esque humor. Very dry and stuff like self aware like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Oh, man. So, you watched a movie, too. Um, You watched the Jackass movie, Sean? No,
0: so, basically, I I didn't watch the Jackass movie. So, um, they just released a trailer called Jackass Forever, which is going to be coming out. I'm like,
1: with COVID, I'm so horrible with, like, movies. Like, I'm so used to, like, pre-COVID, like, a movie comes out, I'm at the theaters, like, that weekend. Yeah. Like, I buy the tickets, like, the day they, like, like a week in advance or whatever, as soon as I can, to go see the movie to make sure I get seats.
2: Mm-hmm. And now
1: it's, like, I don't even know what's in theaters, what you can watch, what's on Disney Plus, what's free to watch there. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, they released a, uh, the trailer for um, Jackass Forever. And so, it seems like most... Of the crew is back. Um, and it also seems like they recruited some, like, new blood or some new people into it to also do some shit. Uh, but it's... They're up to their same old fucking antics of just, like, doing stupid shit. So, like, you watch you watch the trailer, you know, you think back about, like, you know, all the crazy shit that they've done over the last couple years. And um, it should be, like, it just makes you kind of go, okay, like... You know, it's... Like, if you liked Jackass, you're probably gonna like the movie, and, you know, and you'll like the stupid stuff that they do. And, you know, it's nef- it's not gonna be anything award-winning or anything great, but, like, it's probably gonna be worth a good chuckle. So, um... So the trailer feels good about it. But um, Bam is not in the movie. No. He was supposed to be. He was... So and bam released a youtube video like his reaction video of the um of the movie and he does definitely talk about how he submitted ideas and this is going to be like the interesting part on like what happens because um like bam sent them a bunch of like ideas and he's like and he's crying basically and he's just like they better not use my ideas for their movie and stuff. Like, that's fucked up. They never even let me in the movie. You get, and, and, like, I think Bam is, like, 40? 40, like, 41? Dude, the bro looks like 55, man. He looks... He is not aged well at all with he, all the no, shit no. he's doing.
1: Drugs are a hell of a drug, man.
0: Yes. Exactly. Like, dude, that guy's got... I just feel so bad because obviously, like, they probably wanted... I really don't believe that, like, that group has anything against... Well, they have stuff against Bam, but I don't... I can't imagine that they... Because they wanted him probably in the movie. And I cannot believe that they... If they decided to not have him in the movie, it's because it's on Bam at the end of the day. Like, I don't think that guy has ever truly truly put down his demons, I think he's kept them, and maybe he's had a good day here or there, but I don't think he's ever truly gotten rid of it. Because even, like, in his video, you could just tell, like, he blames everybody. Like, he's... Ne- it, I've never seen anything where he holds him like, self-accountable for his actions.
1: Right. Like, it seems like the only thing that he actually, like, blames himself for is um, Ryan Dunn's death.
0: Mm-hmm. You know... Yeah, and maybe um. that's the catalyst on why he can't get better or something, but uh, I don't know, man, like, it's, I don't know, it's tough, like, because I guess, like, you know, because has been clean for, like, ten years now, so it's like, you you gotta think, like, that they definitely have, you know, of trying to set, like, clean environments, so, like, if Bam is still not allowed on the set or something, like, Bam's fucking some shit up.
1: Right. Well, it's like when um, well, the movie Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, like they wanted Robert Downey Jr. in the movie and the studio was like, dude, we're not going to pay his insurance. Like he's too much of a risk with his past. So um, Val Kilmer, like basically like I'll cover his insurance for the movie, like the, the deposit or whatever. <clears throat> and so that's how he got his role in that movie, which basically, um, and the director of that movie actually is the one that directed Iron Man three, two or three. I want to say three, um, but that's kind of what led him to getting Iron Man and like completely turning his life around. Um, and so it's like a thing of, um, you know, if, it's not that no one has any faith in Bam because they wanted him in the movie. Like he, he got kicked off the set. Yeah. They wanted him. In the movie. It wasn't like they started filming and didn't tell him about it. Um, mm-hmm. And part of it is it's, it's weird, like reading stuff about it. Um, when it was all happening, it's it's a, a mixture of stuff that he's taking that he shouldn't take, and stuff that he's supposed to take. Because I guess he has he was diagnosed bipolar. Yeah. And so he's not taking his med- meds for his um his actual medical conditions, and he's taking he's self medicating, but not the stuff he's supposed to be taking. Got gotcha. you. And so like you know I didn't see the trailer. Um, and part of it is because it's like look i can understand like when you guys are like young and doing drugs and doing all this stupid shit but i don't i don't see the motivation between by uh for being like a 40 year old man who's sober and sticking shit up your ass you know what i'm saying like or jumping off things like went to the beach yes you know i was at the beach yesterday and the waves were kind of crazy and i normally like you know me and my brother while we're talking it's like when we were kids we'd be out there at the buoys or we'd be like on the skimboards boards and like flying in the air and all that shit. And it's like, now it's like, we have this, you know, more of like a recognition of like pain. Like, like not only does pain hurt more, but it hurts longer. Like, you know, and he, my brother was telling a story about how, uh, at his job, he has to walk the lots to check the trucks and all the supplies, like uh, inventory and stuff. He worked mm-hmm. for a plumbing and the guy that usually like helps him out and stuff. Um, they went out to go out and check the lot, and the guy was like grabbing his side, like doing the old man walk. Mm-hmm. And they're both younger, younger than us. And he was like, "Dude, what did you do?" And the guy's like, "Dude, I slept wrong, you know."
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because <laughs> like when you're a kid, like you could fall like 10 feet and like be sore for a couple hours and be fine, like. But as an adult, like you, you sleep in a in a funny position for like 10 minutes and it hurts you for like a week.
2: Mm-hmm. So I
1: don't, know man. I can't. I don't understand how or why they're doing this stuff anymore at this age. Like, they should have yeah. just almost, like, found a new, um... Ge- like, Jackass, the new generation, and brought, like, younger kids. And just, yeah,
0: like, I th- yeah, I think that's I part think of what they did, shit. is they brought... The- I feel like this is, like, the introduction to some of the, like, new people that are doing oh, shit. Oh, they did that? Yeah.
1: Because I remember, like, one of the things that also came out of, um... The Jackass, you know, and pre-Jackass stuff was, uh, the. I don't know if you listened to them, the band, uh cky um
0: yeah it sounds familiar
1: so like that was kind of like because like basically jackass was bam's thing which is kind (laughs) of sad with all the stuff that's going on now so there was this group of people that would do like like skateboarders and stuff and they would do stupid stunts and play pranks on each other and i think his brother is or was in the band i don't know if he's still in it bam's brother um, so the CKY stands for Camp Kill Yourself, hmm, and so geez. that was just them like that was that was kind of what led to Jackass. That was like the pilot program mm-hmm. for Jackass, where they was just a bunch of friends that would get together, you know, get drunk, do drugs, and you know, jump off of tall shit or try to do like the barrel rolls on a skateboard and whatever, fire themselves out of cannons or run away from bulls. So that's kind of where the Jackass lineage started, was with Camp Kill Yourself. And I don't know why I fucking remember all that shit off the top of my head, but just I don't remember like, important details like people's names that I just met.
0: <laughs> just for funsies. <laughs> right.
1: Oh man. Maybe, maybe it's the, the, the Anchorage um, bringing up,
0: you know, maybe. that shit.
1: <laughs> Again, this episode unofficially sponsored by Anchorage Brewing Company. You can find <laughs> that at your, or your local bottle shop or in Alaska if you're in that area.
0: If you're just casually up in Alaska, that's right.
1: Well, I like the beer podcast I listen to, Don't Drink Beer. I mean, Malt contour but it's, you know, one of the guys is this beer blogger, Don't Drink Beer. And a couple of his buddies that he worked with at an improv camp. Um, but they talk about that, about how people would like sh- literally show up in Alaska, like go to the local REI or whatever, buy like camping equipment and just camp out in front of the brewery and waiting for these beers back before... Like, back when they didn't make enough to distribute, when they were smaller. And so they would go and, like, pay the whatever they had to pay for, and get as, their bottle allotment by as many as they could. And then either flip it for cash or try to trade it for other things. Because it was, like, the super hot commodity. And also you had to stand in line in front of the brewery in Alaska for, like, a day or two. Jesus. And, People yes. would
0: camp out for two days?
1: Or, like, a day. At least a day, yes. I mean, you've I mean, seen the Black Friday lines. Yeah like it would be Monday in front of Best Buy and there'd already be like m- multiple tents in front of Best Buy and it's like dude the shit that's on sale for Black Friday is shit anyways like there's nothing that great just wait a couple days it'll go Like better stuff will go on sale for like a little bit more yeah I don't exactly
0: know.
1: so finally um, did you watch the movie Mortal Kombat Sean for some reason I think you did
0: no I did not
1: okay so I watched it um, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of the um, the franchise. I played the games like casually. I remember like my brother was younger and my blockbuster was still a thing, and my parents rented like the PlayStation One and a couple games, and one of them was Mortal Kombat, and he had like a slumber party with his friends, and they
0: you know played the Dude. Mortal
1: Kombat games.
0: Yeah, yeah, loser um, had to give up the controller. Winner keep playing.
1: Yes, and so, I mean, it's obvious if you listen to when I talked about the trailer for this movie, and I brought up about how Chun-Li wasn't in the the movie, and then you or somebody else reminded me that Chun-Li was in the Street Fighter, and I was like, oh, yeah, apparently I don't know that much about the lore then. Yeah, no. But I do remember, like, the main characters, like, you know, Reptile and Scorpion and Sub-Zero and Kano. And so, you know, listening to another podcast talk about this movie, because I... Again, not sure of the lore, so I wanted to watch the movie and listen to their episode, because they're definitely hardcore fans. Um, It's uh, called uh, Nothing New. It's like a remake podcast, and they had Mm -hmm. guests of uh, JPG from the Inquest of Geek podcast talking about it. Mm -hmm. The difference is, and so it's like basically they ranked this movie somewhere between the original Mortal Kombat and the Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which the two guys that were fans of the Mortal Kombat franchise out of the three on the episode um, agreed that not only is... uh, the Mortal Kombat, the uh, sequel, Annihilation, like a horrible movie, is probably one of the worst movies they've ever watched in
2: general, <laughs> yeah.
1: so the fact that it's somewhere in between doesn't really necessarily say much, but um, so they kind of try to stick more to the video game a little bit, but there's a lot of exposition, like it's literally not until like the last like 20 or 30 minutes when you get the actual like combat portion of Kombat, where like they split off and actually like one-on-one fight.
2: Oh, no, they, they
1: cut between the fights, like so. All all the fights are happening simultaneously in like the last twenty or thirty minutes,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: and then they create this character um, who's like the who's part of the blood lineage of the ninja that eventually becomes uh, Scorpion, mm-hmm. who's like you know, bo- like before he gets dr- you know dragged down to hell and like be- vows vengeance on Sub Zero. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are some cool moments. You get, like, the, the the get over here and the scorpion, you know, breathing flame, like, basically, like, burning up Sub-Zero and turning him to ash. Yeah. Uh, but then the other moments just happen so fast. It's like, you don't have time to react because then they're on to the next moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but the,
1: then the, the way they explain their powers is that it's, like, these people have a tat, Like, certain people have a dragon, like, simple tattoo. And so they end up getting collected by... Um, a couple people, and brought to Raiden's Temple, so they can learn and, like, focus their... Um, I can't remember arcane. That's it, the arcane powers. And so it's like, you have to, like, get them. And so the, if you have the dragon, then you'll get the arcane powers. And so, like, Kano's in it, and he gets, you know, they show how he gets his and stuff, and so... Um, but they make a new character for the movie. And as JPG from Inquest of Greek Geek says, his arcane power is literally plot armor. Like... Um, because he's an MMA fighter, and so they show him, like, getting ready to fight, and his daughter... Oh, and they also go, like, full, um, fast and furious, because his arcane powers don't kick in until his family's in danger.
0: (laughs) I wasn't gonna say, until his family show up.
1: Yes. Like, so he has, like, a wife and a daughter and stuff, and so he goes to the training, and they're like, yeah, dude, you're not gonna get your arcane powers, and then Shaolin shows up with his groups, and so they send the dude, one dude with all the arms, this like the supposed to be like the most powerful from the other worlds who like a former mortal combat champion um to, and like his family's in danger and that's when he uh because that's what he keeps talking about it's like my family my family and which i guess makes sense because he's uh, like i said scorpion's like great 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 grandson at some point or however many more greats there are um mm-hmm. uh, and so but when he's in the fight and his daughter's his ring man and the, even the referee's like you can't get someone better and he's like well who else can i get for like you know this little amount of money you know and the guy's like it's your funeral and so i guess his weakness is that um he's the offensive and doesn't block and like the daughter's telling us like use the uppercut and then he doesn't and then he ends up losing so of course you know like when he gets his arcane power because he doesn't block his arcane power is that like not only does like getting hit not necessarily hurt him but it turns into like kinetic energy that gives him power to use the uppercut that he finally uses in the final in the fight with the dude with all the arms when his daughter yells it again, use the uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah! Yeah, so it's just and like I didn't think about that. I'm like, dude, oh, he, okay, he's got armor, and it makes sense because his weakness was not blocking. Like in the MMA world, it would. And then when Jpg brought up the fact that he's like, he literally got plot armor as his like power, and it's like, oh. Yeah, that's that's not as cool as it sounds like when you think about it that way. Like, um, but they do set up more movies, and it, you know what, man, it's it's like the Fast and the Furious. It's just a dumb fun movie. If you're going, I mean, I don't think anybody's going into Mortal Kombat expecting like an Academy Award winner, right? No, not at all. Well, I hope so, not. Right? If you are, then that's on you. Um, I mean, if you have HBO Plus. I would recommend watching it, or if you have the, you know, an old man like me and get the Netflix DVDs, watch it. But if you have to like go out of your way and put any effort into watching it, not unless you're a huge, unless you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and like, like as they do the stuff in the game, it's like in the original movie they had one person kind of do the lines, the whole like from the the narration, the you know, fatality, finish him, that kind of stuff. Um, in this one, as each person fights, they do their own thing. And they do show, like, the fatalities, and it's pretty cool. Like, there's a lot of... The special effects look pretty cool, and the fights, as brief as they are, are pretty cool, but it's just there's not enough of them. There's a lot... Too much talking. Too much of um, Kano and Sonya Blade, like, setting up how much they hate each other.
0: That's irritating.
1: And, like, in um, the first Mortal Kombat, like, it wasn't in the game, but in the movie they kind of set the canon that he's australian so they got the super and then like he's witty so this movie they just spent way too much time to it's like look dude kano is australian and he's got jokes oh man but yeah it's like a two-hour movie that has like 40 minutes of fighting in it
0: (laughs) no that's i mean it's disappointing that they wouldn't just focus more on the fighting
1: Um, at the end of the day but the fights are pretty cool and the special effects are cool but yeah i don't know man like if you're not a huge fan of mortal kombat i don't think you'd enjoy this movie
0: mm-hmm. fair, fair enough,
1: enough. speaking fair of enough. Fans, if you've made it this far then obviously either stockholm syndrome is kicked in or you're a fan of us <laughs> you love us that's why you're gonna follow us on podbeat itunes google
0: play stitcher facebook instagram
1: untapped you follow give us on a, everything. Give us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. You write, write words because the words make it fun because we know what you think. Oh my God, they're so great and so funny. I I'm know. I listen to them every day. Oh, oh, I'll read them to myself and it'll help me sleep. It's like a bedtime story. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, it will be cool to have more than two like, word, reviews with words where one of them is like me and the other is like a random podcast in Ohio that like wanted to work with us and then like stopped recording. They abandoned us. You gotta have grit to do a
0: podcast.
1: That's why, that's why I always say you can never trust anyone that currently or has ever lived in the state of Ohio. They're all pieces of shit. (laughs) Or at least Southern Ohio. Maybe Uh, not
0: Northern (laughs) the Oh, so I'm safe. Thanks, man.
1: I mean, he practically lived in Michigan, so it's all right. But he was practically Michigan. Like it was Michigan. closer to go to Michigan than it was to go to like the grocery store in Ohio. <laughs> Something like that. Am I? Am I wrong?
0: No, no. It, it, it took me less time to get into Michigan than to get to the grocery store. Right. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Alright everybody. (laughs) Until next time.
1: Later.